This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, guys. I finally parked. The beach is facing you, and I'm facing the sun, so that this could be better Better quality. quality. You're welcome. Okay, guys. Today, I didn't know what I wanted to talk about, but there's a lot going on currently concurrently and you know I was thinking let me just sit down make a video and include a lot of things because to be quite honest with you my brain cannot focus on one thing right now especially it's like dispersed in so many different topics and I feel so extremely passionate about all of them so never mind the cars behind me okay they're simply how I like to think of it background production that is free and to keep you entertained. Really, I'm like doing amazing today. Anyway, I got boba and now I am going to attempt and pierce the straw through the plastic. The piercing was successful. Okay, guys, take your seats. I'm going to tell you something that I did recently that I never thought I would do. Okay, so as a social media content creator i'm just like exposed to these other social media content creators and so like in order to be a good one you like kind of have to network and you have to know some amount of people you know to be known and for them to let you be known and so i had a lot of connections but the thing is i also had a lot of male connections because there exist male content creators spoiler alert okay and so i made a lot of connections and the thing is <laughs> i made connections that i knew were unnecessary that i knew just did not have to be made these connections and so recently i'm talking like three days ago or four days ago i literally sent a message to them which is like, now that I'm thinking about it, insane. I sent a message to them and I was like, listen, I actually care about my afterlife. So I'm going to unfollow you guys and I'm going to cut ties with you because this is unnecessary. I actually did that. And I used to be kind of like, in a way, you could say, semi-close with one. Semi-close in terms of content. Like we used to share our projects and stuff like that what we're gonna do and everything like that and so the fact that i did that i just went out there and i texted them i was like listen bye forever bye 
I'm sorry. Some of you guys may think that's a little extreme. Like, fuck, you can have male connections on social media. And I agree, you can. But, like, some of them, some of those connections just are so useless. They're purposeless. There's no reason to have them. I kid you not. Like, when I look at our ch- chats, there's nothing resourceful that's going on. You know, it's just like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. What next? <laughs> What's going on? Like, there's... Like, you have to sit down and actually speculate this stuff. Because I remember that video I made about male and female friendships. The fact that, like, most of it is just useless. You know? And, it, like, there does have to be etiquette involved. It's just... First of all, I would be a hypocrite to not take my own advice and what I'm saying. And so, like, I want to implement it into my own life. But also, it's like, the way I thought about it was that by having these connections on social media, it's almost like I'm leaving a door partially open for Shaitan to just storm in and do what he's got to do, you know? It's literally like that because not having those connections at all, there's no door. It's locked. Is it, There's nothing to worry about. But having it just slightly open and there for all of time, it's like almost asking for something to happen in a way. I don't know how to explain it, but that is how I see it. I don't know. That's just something that's been going on lately. And when I did it, I thought it was extreme. I actually told my friend and she was like, what was the reason? Like, did you have a history with one of them or what? Like, what's the, why did you go that far to write a literal essay to tell them that you're cutting ties with them? And honestly, I'm thinking like, do I want to show this essay or not? Because because I fully wrote down, I was like, guys, listen, I'm not doing this because, you know, I dislike you. I'm doing this solely because I'm literally just caring about myself in the afterlife. And in turn, I'm caring about you in the afterlife. So I'm cutting this relationship. I'm cutting this friendship. She was like, what was the reason? I was like, nothing. Nothing. The reason, there doesn't have to be a reason. Like, there doesn't have to be some sort of history between me and any one of them for me to do something like that. Because I honestly feel like everything that's going on in Gaza right now, it's almost like a warning and a reminder to kind of not step out of boundary and like treat this life like it's whatever. It's just one of those things that I felt internally I had to do. And by the way, I always felt like that, but I felt like I had to do it for quite some time. I think what's happening in Gaza right now is just dictating a lot of how my life is going on. When I wake up, I'm checking Gaza. Before I sleep, I'm checking Gaza. When I'm in class, I'm checking Gaza. And there are people that have the audacity to live life like it's not happening. And I'm not saying the audacity in terms of like, oh, they don't share about it, they don't post about it. No, people are not taking it as a wake-up call. I think it's a wake-up call. I think it's a wake-up call for everybody. Everybody and anybody. And if you don't see it, you're blind. Right now, it's it's actually... It's a little bit harder to live life. And I'm not saying it like... Like a privileged person. Like, oh my god, seeing these people dying and everything. It's just so difficult. No, not really. But it's the fact that... You, I have literal family in Palestine. And not to mention, literally, all of Gaza is my family. That is how I see it. They're my bloodline. They're my people. 
and to have that be happening and I'm like living life and I don't know to me that doesn't that doesn't feel right and I don't I really I don't have words because every day I see something new I see a new way that someone is decapitated or has their limbs not looking like how they're supposed to look and you know sometimes when I'm posting on Instagram because I try as much as I can to post on Instagram and inform people of what's going on and just in general just shed light on what's happening and and there's no censorship to that at least in my stories some people text me and they're like I get it like we get it you're we're all for Palestine now they'll be like you don't need to keep posting this much you don't need to be posting this stuff why are you posting all of this and I I don't I don't even know where to begin with people like that. You know what's going on, but no, you choose to like just live in your own little bubble because all of those things that you're saying is making you uncomfortable. I actually cannot wrap my head around it. My brain cannot begin to think about how their brain thinks. Because I'm like, how do you not live your life for people of Gaza? How are you not living and breathing like them because you want to feel just a little bit of what they felt because of the sheer guilt that's in you or do you even have that guilt at all or do you have that guilt but you actively choose to ignore it and in turn so you don't even like look at what's going on and you tell yourself it's not happening it's not as bad as it looks it's okay I can live life normally I don't I don't get those people. I really don't. And you know, it's not because I even have family there or the fact that like I do have Palestinian blood. That doesn't even matter. If I was freaking from Cape Town, I would still care about this like they're my own people. Because you see moms. And I think the thing that depresses me most is the moms. You see mothers Holding their babies in a bag. Holding their wrapped up babies, kissing their foreheads. Like they're still alive. That's why I say I don't know where to start. I don't know how to begin to think about that or how it must feel or be. My brain can't fathom it. But then Allah said, You know? And that's the only thing that's keeping me kind of okay. Like, first of all, that Allah promised, With hardship comes ease. Indeed, with hardship comes ease. Allah said that twice. Allah said that twice. He didn't say, And went to the next ayah. Allah emphasized it by saying, Going back to the idea of being resourceful and purposeful, I think that's something that I really want to bring up today. 
That's something that uh, I have been trying to implement personally. And it's because of what's going on in Gaza that I'm realizing that this life is like not only temporary and not only the fact that you're not guaranteed it tomorrow or even in the next minute or second, but the fact that you're going to be judged on it. That you're going to be judged on the things that you did and and nothing is going to go by. Like nothing's going to pass without it being judged. Having that in mind, it led me to ask what else is unnecessary? What else is so useless and purposeless and there's no reason to have it? You know, besides those male content creator friends, there's no reason to have it. I have some male content creator friends that are actually, first of all, really polite. Like, it, they never let the conversation at hand get to some other place. Second of all, it's just, you can tell they're purpose-driven. Like, when they write to you about something, it's about, it's about something specific and something useful and something that serves a purpose at the end of the day, you know? And I admire those people and I and I almost pray for more people like that in, in my life. But if I want more people like that in my life, then I have to be willing to do the exact same and be the exact same. Purposeful. And to lead with purpose and meaning. And not just lead life like however I feel like today. Like, oh today I have this you know, minor crush. I'm just gonna let it control my feelings for the rest of the day. Heck, let it control my feelings for the rest of the week, you know? Because it's just fun to be a girl and crushing on people and texting people. Gosh, it's so fun. Did I just describe your life? Be honest, be honest. Guys, because girls, actually mostly girls. I, because there's a lot of girls that do that, that have the same way of life. Like, that's basically why they go on social media is because there's that specific person or there are those specific people. I mean, I listen, I'm not here to expose people, but I'm just here to say the truth and what I've seen for the most part, okay? But that's actually something I want to talk about in another time. Relationships and what you think is the harmless texting and flirting and just all of that stuff. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Bear with me here. The thing is... We have a lot of different kinds of relationships in our lives. You know, we have our relationships to our parents, we have our relationships to our siblings, our friends, our mutuals, people at work, our peers at school. 
etc 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 the list keeps going there's a lot of um there's a lot of relationships involved now some cannot be cut like your parents you can't cut that there's don't even think about it okay but you cannot cut those ties there are ties that you cannot cut but there are also ties that you can these ties are you know are ties that you decided to form at some point in your life and you think in your brain your brain is telling you this relationship this connection is purposeful this connection is serving something you know and up till a week ago i used to think all my relationships were like that i used to think everyone served a purpose everyone was in my life for a reason and sometimes i'd even keep people in my life because i'm like no they're here for a reason i'd like force them to stay in my life or vice versa but like i think the more time passes the more i realize that it's also important to let some people go it's important to let people that kind of mess with your peace to just let them go and that's obviously easier said than done it's easy to say oh they mess with my peace goodbye and it's not even like they don't even have to mess with your peace but it's like what are they even doing in your life why are you letting them in your life you know and i'm not coming from an egotistical perspective of like the whole world revolves around you and you're the only center being and all you should care about is yourself but sometimes people forget they're also people people forget that they themselves are also people and they treat other people with like all of this respect and care and sympathy but then like they forget to treat themselves with that same attitude and so there are people out there that are holding on to relationships or they have these relationships that are eating away at them and they don't want to cut it off break it off or let it go because it might hurt the other person okay but what about you in a relationship it consists of two people 50 50 what about you you're literally the receiving and sending end you're 50 percent of the equation and you're not even taking into account how you feel what you think about it what you think about the other person how you think they're contributing to your life you know how you're contributing to their lives you could be honest with that but then you're also supposed to be honest with what they contribute to yours and i learned that by honestly just going through my followings list and just like seeing every single person that i like talk with and have talked with or have have some sort of connection with i asked with every single person i'm like what does this person add to me i know i'm a good person i know that if they talk about something i'm gonna give them attention the attention that they want i'm gonna feel really happy for them regardless if if i want them in my life or not that's not even something to debate about i'm gonna feel happy for any and everybody that's doing well in their life but like it was like time that i started thinking for myself for the sake of myself 
because I don't like being controlled. I don't like being like the object in a situation, you know, object in meaning that someone did something to me and it wasn't me that initiated that. Like if I got into some kind of friendship or relationship, the person broke it off with me. I would feel like I'm the object in that situation. I'd be like, it just happened to me. I wasn't the one that put it into effect. That's just something personally I don't like. it. I like to be the one in charge of my affairs and who I talk to and, and who I choose to be friends with. I like that to be under my control. I don't like it to just happen to me. Like if, I, if I'm leaving a friendship, I don't want to be the one who's broken with. I want to be the one to break it. Not for ego purposes, but because I love leading life with this purposeful, driven motive to be the one in control, to be the one in charge. That's just something that I learned the absolute hardest way I think anyone can learn, <laughs> being tossed around in childhood and just growing up with a bunch of brothers and having all of this testosterone in the house i just felt like i was the one that had to be in charge at some point you know and i don't know if like that's like hyper masculine of me or anything but it's just like i've really had enough i've had enough with a lot of people i've had enough with a lot of situations that happened specifically in my childhood in my childhood i was often the object i was often tossed around i was often made fun of I was off in the center of the joke. It, I was sick of it. I was sick of it, you know? And honestly, I don't think anyone likes to be the object <laughs> of anything, you know, of any situation. But someone has to be the subject and someone has to be the object. It, there's no two subjects in a situation. So I like to be the one who is the subject and not the object. I don't know if that makes sense. I am not an object. I'm a human being. In my mind, that was funny. That was the first joke that came to my mind. So yeah, so I think more than anything right now, when I'm looking at the people of Gaza, I'm, I'm inspecting my life in so many different ways. Like I'm looking into every single nook and cranny of my life and how it could be fixed for the afterlife, for the sake of the afterlife, not even this life. Like I, I don't think I'm really invested in this life as much as I used to be prior to the massacre because like when you're seeing your own blood just being wiped off the face of the earth it kind of does something that nothing else does you know it's almost like I'm living like one of them I think I think of myself as one of them so when one of them dies honestly a part of me dies but a part of me feels excited to see them in the afterlife that's actually how I think sometimes most times I just think I'm gonna see that person in the afterlife and I'm so excited and happy about that and that's not to like sound rosy and cute and but it's just the, like literally the only thing that's grounding me in this situation like I'm gonna see them all in Jannah but then the question is am I gonna make it to Jannah 
And that's not like, yeah, obviously. No, no. They're fighting for it. They're fighting for Jannah right now. Everyone in Gaza, I've heard voice notes of people that say, I have to like suffer a little bit to get to Jannah. And that's okay. Palestinians themselves say that. Like, it's okay, we'll suffer a little bit. But we're going to be in front of Allah and we're going to... Our faces are going to glow bright. Because of the suffering that we endured. And like, who are we compared to the prophets? You know, but like, we'll have something to show Allah on the day of judgment. That's their thinking. That's how they think. That's how most of them think. So if that's how they think, what do we think of ourselves? <laughs> the ones who aren't in Palestine. The ones who aren't Gaza. The regular old everyday person. Allah put each and every one of us in a specific place in our lives for a reason. Personally, I don't find it right to say, I wish I was the people of Gaza, or I wish I was one of them, or I wish I was with them, because Allah didn't subject me to that. Allah didn't put me in that situation. So who am I to say, oh Allah, why didn't you put me there? Why didn't you put me with them? That, that would be, quite frankly, not an okay thing to say to Allah, or to even think. You know, I don't, I don't think like that, alhamdulillah. I don't think anyone should. But it's that Allah put you so specifically where you are in life for such a specific reason. And the only thing is for you to kind of listen and be attentive to know what that reason and purpose is. It just requires that you use a little bit more focus in your day-to-day -day life and that And that you remember Allah constantly. Because when you remember Allah, you really remember your essential purpose, which is to serve Allah. We know our essential core purpose. Allah says, مَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبَدُونَ We didn't create the jinn and the human being except to worship, except to serve me, except to obey me. Allah, that is our that is our essential core purpose but with that purpose comes all of these fringe purposes and these fringe I would say goals in life that I think are attached to that essential core purpose which is the worship of Allah because I talked about this before and that is the worship of Allah comes in a billion forms People think it's just praying, fasting, reading Quran, uh, waking up for Fajr, wearing the hijab. The worship of Allah is insurmountable. There's no specific number. The, anything and everything is a, is the worship of Allah, you know. But it's like you fix your intention for that intended purpose, and so where you are in life, like I like after the things we're seeing in Gaza and everything. I really urge you to think like what is going on in your life and and it's easy to say this is going on that's going on this but I think we are forgetting to use critical thinking 
and seeing what potential problems there may lie in our day-to-day lives. Things that we're putting off because we just don't want to deal with it, even though we know it's important. People we know should not be in our lives. Just these everyday things that in a way we kind of try and escape from, but they're going to catch up to us at some point. And honestly, the only thing I can put this into perspective for you is that you're going to face a law one day. And if that's a fact, which it is, if you're going to face a law one day, then how does that relate to every single thing that you do in your life? Every single person that you choose to include in your life, people who you are friends with in your life, people who you spend time with in your life, the things you choose to do in your free time, how you choose to talk to yourself and with yourself when you're alone, what you think of Allah, how you think of Allah when you're alone before you sleep. When I tell you every single thing is going to be in front of Allah and you're going to face it too. You're going to be there and you're going to be seeing every single thing unfold that happened in your life. It's just a matter of time before you actually realize that. And it's not a light truth. It's one of those truths that first of all scares you because because we're not martyrs. You know, most of us aren't martyrs. We've got a comfortable life, alhamdulillah. We have it going well for us. You know? So like when we're in front of Allah, we want to have something to show for Him. You know? Something that we can present and be proud of. And it's not even necessarily something that you did. It's maybe something that you didn't do. I think about a lot of things that I want to do, but I can't because you're giving something up for the sake of Allah, basically. <laughs> but I, I always think, I always imagine with myself, when I'm standing in front of Allah, I'm going to be so happy to tell him that I left music, that I left this person, that I left doing this activity for you Allah Allah I did that for you and I'm going to be so happy to say that while I see everyone around me constantly vibing with their playlist (laughs) you know at the gym they have their headphones on and they're bobbing their heads and I'm like wow that must be a good song (laughs) must be a good song but I, I like really have to constantly remind myself like Like, no, I'm I'm not going to give in to this temptation right now. I want to have something to show for Allah on that day. The day to me that, well, we're all a little bit excited for because we want to see Bibi get really slapped in the face. And all the Israeli soldiers basically being smeared into the ground. Well, that's also really exciting. It's also really scary because we're also going to be there. We're going to be judged, you know. So I guess it has its pluses and minuses. But you really have to focus on yourself. On that day, even a mother doesn't care for their child. Even a mother 
just does not care about anyone else but herself. And that's a terrifying thought because just think of the mother's love for her child. It's it's something else. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I think every time, every episode that I do for however long this will be, I'm just going to use the people of Gaza to talk about life because I think they're teaching us more about life than anything else. The people who are most dying are the people who are most teaching us about life. Isn't that weird? Allah yansalhum, Allah yahmihum. Allah yaj'al fi qulubihim sakina wa tamaneena. Wa yadkhilhum ahla darajat jannah bi'ibnillah. Alhamdulillah. Don't forget to make da'a for Palestine and the people of Gaza, especially on Fridays. Don't forget. Okay, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'll see you and have an amazing day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dtw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus